the kill, and Warner wins the set. Fade away by Moores. In play with Craig Maddock, made possible by the exclusive support of Lake Area Technical College. It is you. Welcome to another edition of In Play. I'm Craig Maddock. Today's guest is a part of the first family of South Dakota high school wrestling. You know, all told, 18 state individual titles. Now, include his dad on those titles as well. It's a feat which will never be done again. You know, Gary Woolman was the first South Dakota high school wrestler to win four state titles. He was also an All-American at Iowa State. And Gary had three boys. Troy, Kirk, and Corey. Troy and Corey, like their father, they won four state wrestling titles. But it was Kirk who won six state wrestling titles for Freeman back in the 1980s. A career record, 201 wins, no losses. And Kirk was the first to win six wrestling titles in the state until Logan Storley did it from 2006 to 2011. Kirk joins us today on In Play from Sioux Falls. Kirk, it's been 33 years since that last title. You know, when you think about it and what you did, what's one thing you think about today? Oh, that was many moons ago. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I think about probably most is um, just the atmosphere that we had as not only as a team, but as uh, an individual there myself. my father was an amazing man. He, uh, he made the sport of wrestling fun, not only just for me. I bet there's a lot of people that uh, wrestled for him that would consider him almost a father figure to them. So uh, I think that's what uh, I think of most. And what I miss most is, uh, you know, being with him on a daily basis. You started wrestling when you were five. So what influence did your dad have on you in wrestling even before you got to elementary school? Well, I don't know if it was necessarily as as much of an influence as a uh, requirement. Mm. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) We were, you know, he put us in singlets, put us in shoes, and threw us on the mat. And, shoot, I remember wrestling my brother Troy. See, my brother Troy is uh, actually a year older than I am. We actually grew up as twins because our birthdays are on the same exact day, July 11th, but yet he's a year older than I. So we've always in our entire life had our, had our birthdays on the same day. So we grew up as twins and I remember wrestling him my first time. I was four years old in a tournament in Sisseton, South Dakota. And uh, he beat the snot out of me. (laughs) But he was a year older than me. (laughs) And Corey is what, about six years behind you then? Five years? Yeah, that's, yep, yep. Once you got to the varsity level, though, in wrestling, I mean, you started as a seventh grader. You're on the varsity. I mean, did the influence change from your dad? How did that change once, once you were really competing on the varsity level for Freeman? Well, I think the just the intensity um, as far as work ethic um, may have changed a little bit. Uh, We just, you know, I don't think we did anything special compared to other competitors out there. I just Mm -hmm. think that we, we worked a little bit harder and um, 
with uh, with that hard work came results. Did you play football at all? Of course. That was probably my favorite sport. Oh, it was. <laughs> what position yeah. did you play? I played uh, I was halfback and uh, linebacker. A lot of fun. A lot of uh, great uh, football memories. Oh, you missed out on all those championships for Freeman. They came after yep. after you were there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. They had some awfully good teams. They did. After I had left. Uh. We, were, <laughs> we were good, too. We just couldn't make it to the to the final to the final game. We always got beat out in the playoffs. Who got in the way? Uh, we got beat by D. Schmidt one year. They won it. We got beat by uh, Trip Delmont one year. They won it. Uh, it seemed like we were always getting beat by the teams that won, so... I am thinking uh, you and and Troy early on wrestling in the house, lamps getting knocked over, breaking things in the house, dad yelling at you to calm down. Did, were you and Troy always wrestling in the house early on? We had a, we had a mat in our basement, so <laughs> not necessarily wrestling in the house, wrestling in the basement at night. That was our that was our part of our family time. So yeah, <laughs> did Troy make you better? Uh, obviously, he did. He was, you know, when we were young, he was, you know, he's the person that I looked up to. He was a year older than I, so um, he used to beat the snot out of me on a daily basis. <laughs> he was, he was special when we were really little. Um, did that change though? The older you guys got. Well, I was always, once we got to high school, I was just, you know, a couple weights above him. All I was just a little bit bigger than him. Yeah. What was the training like? Let's start as a, you know, as a seventh grader. What, what kind of training were you going through? Because I'm sure you had the deer in the headlight look, seventh grader. You're on the varsity. You're all, you're with all these upper graders. What was it like? And what kind of training were you going through at that young age? Well, I don't, it really wasn't deer in the headlights for me. Um, cause my dad was coaching still the bar, the, the high school program there, you know, as he probably started coaching there when I was probably in fourth grade. So I was in the rest of the room from way before my seventh grade year, um, all the way up. So you were comfortable as far as <laughs> any sort of deer in the headlights, there wasn't anything like that involved with me because I'd already been in the rest of the room for two, three years prior prior to that so what was your attitude as a wrestler as a seventh grader on the mat um my main attitude was probably just to try to get the match over as quick as possible was there a fear no fear nope no fear i really was never nervous or anything like that i just and no i just knew that i put in the time put in the effort more so than my opponent and uh i really never got nervous or uh, any sort of anxiety before a match or anything like that. I just knew I put in the time to uh, to deserve the win. State finals were in Watertown that year. 98-pound division. You take on Brad Henrick of Arlington. What do you remember great about friend. that match? He's a great friend now. I love the guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, at that time, I probably never wrestled in, some, uh, in front of a crowd that big. It was loud, crazy. Of course, we went into uh, overtime. Ooh. Uh, it's kind of weird. I went into over overtime's a little bit different now than it was back in back in my day. Back in my day, we went uh, 
three additional periods, one minute apiece, um, versus now they do a little bit different, but, uh, kind of ironic that I won my first state title and my last state title, both in overtime matches, both with the score of five to zero in overtime. Kind of weird. Eighth grade, 1985. You haven't lost a match. You're in the finals. It's in Sioux Falls, and you're wrestling Craig Brooks of Phillip. Had you faced Craig during the season? I hadn't. No, that was the first time I wrestled him. Hmm. What do you remember about that championship match? Philip has always, always had a good program. So anytime you're wrestling, you know, anybody West River, uh, they, they all have cowboy strength. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. <laughs> so they're just tough. They're just tough, tough kids out there. We go to ninth grade, 1986. You still haven't lost a match. You're now wrestling at 126. The finals are in Huron, and it's you and Steve Hoffman of Stanley County. Was it a tough match? Yes. Um, I caught him. I caught him early. He shot in. I did a little cross-face headlock. That was a pretty quick match. Um, if I recall, that was a relatively quick pin. But uh, he was he was tough. I just I just caught him in a quick throw and uh, ended the match relatively quickly. So you haven't lost a match. Seventh grade, you're a 98-pound division. You're at 126, so almost a 30-pound difference. Uh, how did you – how were you able to – take care of adding that weight and moving to a new division during your high school career? Well, we, we lifted a lot of weights in high school. Um, it's something that we did um, as a team and tried to do it every morning at the beginning of the season, throughout the season. And once we got later in the season, it turned those uh, weight room time into a lot of road work. So, <laughs> You know, you talked about you and your older, uh, you and Troy, very close in weight. Uh, Troy, by the way, was 138 and two in his career in four state titles. I'm assuming you talked a little bit about which weight who was going to go where, weren't you? I mean, Troy was a year older. How, what kind of discussions did you have? We really we didn't have to discuss anything. He was a year older than I, but yet he was typically about two to three weights below me. So we really didn't have to discuss any sort of uh, being stuck you know, you know, wrestling each other because it was just 20 to 30 pounds heavier than him. So <laughs> didn't really have to worry about that at all. How about Corey? Corey comes along again. He's what, five or six years behind you. Uh, you're almost getting to be a, a sophomore in high school. Uh, what about Corey's development? Uh, because after you had graduated, he comes and wins four state titles in a row. But I'm assuming Corey was also there in the wrestling room at an early age. He absolutely was. Um, but when I was, you know, I was a senior, he was still in sixth grade. So, um, he hadn't hit the varsity mat yet until I was already gone. So once, once I got out of high school, you know, then, then he started up. So dad had to start all over again, developing (laughs) him. (laughs) My father didn't get a break at all. (laughs) Well, I'm sure, I'm sure he absolutely enjoyed that. He he wasn't going to walk away from that. Oh, no. Sophomore year, 1987, you still haven't lost a match in high school. The finals are in Watertown, and you take on Steve Stone of Wagner. Was there pressure building knowing that you hadn't lost a match yet in your career at that time? Um, I don't think I really felt, the, you know, heard the people talk about it until later in my career. Uh, maybe starting my junior year and obviously a lot my senior year. So at that time, I 
no, I didn't really feel any sort of pressure regarding that at all. What kind of match did Steve Stone of Wagner give you for the championship? Um, that one's tough to remember. <laughs> I, we wrestled Wagner so many times because um, obviously Wagner's relatively close to Freeman. We would see Wagner, you know, five, six times throughout the year. I wrestled so many kids from Wagner. Hard to remember that match. <laughs> Junior year, 1988. Still haven't lost a match. The finals are in Watertown again, and it's Craig Hyen of Sully Buttes. What do you remember about that junior season, that championship match? He was a man. That guy was a man. <laughs> Very strong individual. Um, that was one of my tougher matches probably that I ever had in high school. Uh, I believe he was just, you know, he just had a lot of power and uh, very good wrestler. Is there a match that you almost lost in the last seconds but were able to hold on? Were there were there a few of those matches during your career? Not really. Um, <laughs> I had a couple, you know, close matches throughout my high school career. Um, you know, a lot of the times throughout high school, you're not always, you know, you're, sometimes you're forced to compete when when you're not feeling the best, when you're sick and when you're ill. Um, I remember one state tournament, which was in Huron. I was sick during that state tournament. That may have been your so freshman year. Your freshman yeah. year? Yeah. That again, sounds probably about right. Steve Hoffman of Stanley County? Yeah. I was sick during that state tournament, so I had some tough matches, uh, like in the quarters and the and the semis because uh, I was not feeling the best, but uh, we still prevailed. Did you have to cut weight a lot, or did you work it out where – you were able to eat like uh, someone normal. I know we know wrestlers, what what great devotion they have to their weight. We didn't really cut a lot of weight. We, You know, you have to cut a little weight to be competitive. We didn't cut a lot of weight. Uh, my, my father kind of had the philosophy, you know, work the weight off. So you <laughs> put, put in some road work and... Yeah, and things like that. You would but, tell that to me too, right? Work the weight off. Yeah. <laughs> Work it off. <laughs> what were your summers like between seventh grade and your senior season? Uh, my summers were fun. You know, I played baseball and walked a lot of beans, picked a lot of rocks. Um, all my high school buddies were all farm, farm kids, so hung out on their farms and did a lot of chores. <laughs> You were able to watch your brother Troy win four state titles while you were on the varsity. He uh, normally wrestled in matches, I think, right before you, right before you were getting ready to, to wrestle. Were you able to enjoy watching him right before you hit the mat? Oh, yeah. Typically, there's a couple of matches in between us. So, yeah, he, uh, I got to enjoy any, everything that he did, absolutely. 1989, senior season. You still haven't lost a match. The state finals were in Sioux Falls. You hit career win number 200 in the semifinals. So one final match, and it's against Tri-Valley's Chad Lamer, who would go on to win back-to-back titles in 1990 and 91. But you had him for your final match, your last high school match, your 200-0 against Lamer. What were you feeling before that championship match? Um, well, I felt like half the town of Freeman was there, <laughs> which was pretty awesome. Sioux Falls um, Arena. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big crowd. I believe we had the A's and the B's together. So, uh, 
there was a mix in the crowd of uh, both eights because typically they didn't do it uh, A's and B's together back in my day. Um, so that was kind of a special year to have both classes. So they had two two final matches going on at the same time. Chad was not an easy and wrestler for you. No, he wasn't. Um, I had wrestled Chad earlier in the, in the year, actually at uh, the Freeman tournament. And I had wrestled uh, Chad in the finals at the Freeman tournament earlier in the year. And I believe that match was 8-0. And uh, definitely tough. Um, a, different, a different Chad showed up in the finals well that year at the state tournament. He had nothing to lose. A bit tougher. No, he didn't. <laughs> was there a sense of relief after finishing your high school career undefeated? Yep. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I believe I can probably honestly say once I w- went undefeated in my seventh grade year, that became the goal to go the whole high school career undefeated. Obviously that would become the goal and that's what we were able to achieve. That's what, that's what happened. Did someone have to psych you up before every match, or were you able to do it on your own? No, no one had to psych me up. Uh, it just became natural. Um, once you, you know, once it's in, it's ingrained in, in you, you learn it from a young age, and uh, it's not hard to get psyched up for a match. <laughs> Your dad wrestled at Iowa State, but you chose Minnesota for a year before he transferred to Iowa State. What happened yep. in college? Well. I didn't really enjoy wrestling in college, to be honest with you. At, uh, my first year of college, I went to, obviously went to Minnesota. Um, went from a small town of 1,400 people to a huge city of Minneapolis. And uh, didn't like living in Minneapolis. It's too big. Didn't like the big city life. Um, and then after uh, my first year, obviously I redshirted there. My first year of college in Minnesota. And then I decided to transfer to Iowa State, and uh, they didn't release me. Uh, a little bit different now um, than it is now, where everybody yeah. enters the, the transfer portal. portal. Yeah, um, that didn't exist back in those days, so they did not release me. So I lost another year of eligibility uh, because I transferred to Iowa State. So I didn't even get to wrestle my first two years of, of college. And then uh, my third year of college came around, still at Iowa State. You know, I wasn't around my father. You know, I was around my father while involved in wrestling since I was four years old, and it didn't seem the same to me. Um, I didn't enjoy it mm. as much. Mm. Uh, it didn't, uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't take it as serious. <clears throat> didn't enjoy it as much. It wasn't fun for me. Getting so, that burned uh, out feeling? Yes, exactly. That's hmm. exactly what happened. You had no problem hanging up uh, the singlet and, uh, you know, no problem put, at all. Putting your <laughs> shoes at center mat, right? No, not at all. But uh, then, you know, I came home to South Dakota, came back and uh, uh, got married to my wife, Shelly, and uh, had a couple boys. And when my boys were little, well, I'd say they were three years old. Five years old, maybe. Oh, oh, Grandpa! <clears throat> Grandpa's getting ready to do some coaching. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my, I decided to try uh, try out for the Greco Roman team, so uh, I got a sponsorship to do it full time, and uh, didn't have to work. Got a full time sponsor. Uh, Doctor Dwayne Pancrantz sponsored me, 
he owns uh, Rushmore Borgum Story in, in Keystone, South Dakota. Uh-huh. He is my sponsor. Uh-huh, yeah. So he took care of all the bills, and me and my dad got to train for a full year to try to make the Greco-Roman team. And that was probably the most enjoyable time I had in my lifetime in wrestling, that one year. It was just me and him every day. And uh, we uh, did it for a full year. That was a lot of fun. What made you decide uh, to retire from the sport? I got injured when I was at an Olympic qualifying tournament down in Oklahoma. And, uh, well, Greco is obviously, it's all upper body and Mm -hmm. throws. So it's a little bit different type of style of wrestling. Yeah. And I was throwing this kid and I tore all the cartilage in my right rib cage. It's probably the worst injury I had in my lifetime. Mm. And uh, once that happened, I knew my wrestling career was over. (laughs) So I was forced to. It was a big sign. Big sign. Wrestling is a very competitive sport. I know wrestlers are always competitive. Now, I'm not talking wrestling here on this question, Kirk, but are you still competitive today? Do you have to beat your kid? Do you have to beat your kids at board games or in intramural sports, things like that? I believe I am very, very competitive. <laughs> I believe I would go crazy if I didn't have some sort of competition. Um, I don't watch wrestling. I don't really follow it anymore because um, I believe I still have the competitive juices in me, and um, I have to do what I'm interested in now as far as feeding that competitiveness. And I'm kind of weird, but I've, I've taken it to the golf course. Um, that's where I get all my competitive juices out. I believe high school wrestling in South Dakota has been really, really good for a long, long time. I think we've had so many great wrestlers go on to do great things, huge college careers, uh, to mixed martial arts, to coaching in the college ranks. Uh, you know, Logan Storley, who won six in a row, he's doing the mixed martial arts thing. Could you have, could you have done that when, if you had MMA back then? Yeah, that would have been uh, that would have been a lot of fun. Um, I used to work out with Kevin Jackson at Iowa State, and after I had left Iowa State, a couple of years later, he was probably the third or fourth champion ever at UFC. Mm-hmm. So UFC had really not even come into existence yet by the time I was done. So yeah, that would have been, would have been fun. And it's year two for girls sanction wrestling in South Dakota. Are you surprised where where the girls are coming now in high school wrestling in the state? Well, it's been around a while, so I'm, I'm it's good that we finally got it here. Yes, yep. but you don't follow high school wrestling too much today. Not really. Um, I might look at some results here and there, mm-hmm. um, check who's won the state tournament, things like that. But as far as really following it, no, not really. What do you do today? I am a uh, finance director at Franklin Motor Company. I've been there for a little over 20 years and uh, really enjoy that. So I uh, arrange loans for people that are looking to purchase vehicles, things like that. I've been doing that a long time. Your two boys, are they they going to wrestle or have they decided to do something else? No, (laughs) neither one of them wrestled. They played a lot of baseball. So they're both in their early 20s. So they're both uh, on the workforce right now, too. So, yeah. But they didn't wrestle in. Neither one of them, no. Hmm. Are you surprised that they uh, didn't wrestle like their dad? 
No, um, I'm not surprised they didn't. Uh, it's a tough sport. What's the biggest thing the sport of wrestling has brought to you, Kirk? I think wrestling's a really family-oriented sport. It brings you're with your teammates, you're rolling around on the mat together. Um, it's a family sport. It brings people together. That's what wrestling does the most, I believe. Real quick, uh, Corey, your brother, he's involved with wrestling still, right? Is he is he in the recruiting business yet? What what's up with Corey? Yeah, he works for a recruiting company, so he works with a company that helps kids get recruited to college, all sports. All sports, not just wrestling. That's correct, yeah. How about Troy? What's Troy doing? Troy uh, works for an insurance company. Um, sells a lot of life insurance and things like that. So when the family gets together, uh, does Dad still see Kirk using the single leg on his brother in the living room? Uh, <laughs> Well, you still got that mat under- in, the, in the in the basement. Still have it. <laughs> we don't do a lot of hugs in our family. It's more of a put the guy in an underhook. <laughs> that's that's our that's our that's our hug in our at our in our family. <laughs> so a little bit different. And tell me about Gary, your dad, Smokey Wallman. Boy, I tell you what, between Gary and you boys, eighteen individual state championships. What is well, Gary doing? My dad runs a little uh, animal health vaccine company out uh, out of the basement of his house. So he deals a lot with um, with the colonies and hog bosses at colonies and whatnot, selling them uh, animal health vaccines. So he's been doing that for a long time. He did that in Freeman, uh, working for Doc Bancrafts, and now he's got his own little website business doing the same. What is the uh, one piece of paraphernalia from your high school career that you still have? Do you have all six of your medals yet? And where are they? Uh, I have no clue where they're at. <laughs> they're probably at mom and dad's house. Um, <laughs> I don't have uh, anything in my possession. Those singlets have gone away a long, long time ago, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. In Play with Craig Mavic, made possible by the exclusive support of Lake Area Technical College. It is you. If you like what you're hearing, please give us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us gain new listeners. This has been In Play with me, Craig Mavic. This is a production of South Dakota Public Broadcasting.